radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our kids. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories to great stories that get Dean Brody's latest album is called Gypsy Road, his fifth studio album. It features the hit singles Upside Down and Bring Down the House. Dean wrote seven of the songs, or nine of them, if you have the deluxe edition. In September, he heads off on tour with Paul Brandt on the Road Trip Tour. My pleasure to welcome Dean Brody to the show. Hey, Dean. Hey, Dave. How are you, man? Oh, I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Yes, it's finally we got summer out east here, so it was a really, really long winter. So looking forward to getting on the water and just having a great time. That sounds great. It's yeah, it's so great when summertime rolls around because here in Canada, right, we have such a short time span to enjoy it. We really do. Yeah, we kind of, you know, out east here, it's uh, I don't know, man. It was like it didn't warm up until the end of May. It was crazy. Mm. Wow. Well, here we are in the heat of summer. you got a hot single out there. I'm loving this song, as are so many country fans. Bring Down the House. This is like a country dance dance song. I mean, this is it's just a cool combination of sounds. Yeah, it's kind of a mix of, uh, I don't know what you'd call it. There's even some electronic stuff going on in it. Mm-hmm. But it was inspired by a night out at Cowboys in Calgary. Me and the guys had just done a show, and uh, we went out to Cowboys. And, and uh, yeah, I think the, the music scene is just it's, it's changing so much lately, and genres are just kind of mixing, and and there's just, just a big melting pot of music, even in country. And so uh, I wrote this song kind of inspired by a night at Cowboys. That's really cool, and it and it is interesting because we do hear all these sounds uh, mixing in different genres. Is there any ever any pushback, Dean, as far as uh, your choice for a single or a song like this that maybe at first listen sounds a little bit out of the box? Yeah, I mean, when Matt and I, Matt Rovey's my producer, like when we sat down with this song, I mean, I wrote it with a banjo, and so it, it had like some kind of a country flavor to right. it, not much, but <laughs> we thought we'd actually have this song as a bonus track because we just had fun. Like, we went in and went, hey, this song is totally out there. Um, right. Let's just have fun with this song. We did it. But, like, people just really wanted to hear the song. They loved it, and so we ended up moving it into the actual uh, song list. It wasn't a bonus track. It became part of the album. And then, on top of that, everybody kept, once it was in with the mix, everyone was like, oh, this is our favorite song. And I'd ask people that are totally country. Uh, my sister is a, a, a totally country girl, and she just, that's her favorite song. And that was just coming back to us. That feedback was coming back, coming back. And so we're just like, okay, well, you know, I'm not going to hold it back just because I think it's yeah. a little out there, a little bit edgy. So went with it. It's interesting how a song that you write, I've heard this a lot, an artist will write and maybe they'll think it's a throwaway song or, or not one that uh, you know they're going to prominently feature. That oftentimes becomes the song that takes off. I guess there's magic in those kind of songs maybe because they're maybe not so overthought. Right, and I think it, it's kind of gone both ways with me. Like lately with Bring Down the House, which is almost a, 
don't know if it's dance, but it's definitely pushing the boundaries. Um, but it also has gone that way with A Little Yellow Blanket. Like, I wrote that song, which is a totally, like, country kind of vibe to it. Mm-hmm. At the time when I wrote it, I thought it was actually almost too country, but I just did it because I loved it, and I, I loved that kind of uh, old-time kind of sound. But it turned out that that ended up being a song that was really popular with my fans, and so it became this big hit. So, you just yeah, you just never know. And I think it's so cool that country music does embrace both those kind of songs, bring down the house to the song you mentioned a moment ago. Uh, it can be pretty country, you know, pretty solid country, and then it can be something a little more adventurous like bring down the house. Yeah, and it's wild to see the evolution. Like right now, it's um, it's an exciting time, I think, production-wise. I think production mm-hmm. the landscape is just, it's it's very broad right now. And um, lyrically, I feel like I'm still very country in my lyrics, but yeah, production you can you can have a lot of fun out there right now. Now, I read in your bio, Dean, uh, a quote from you where you said, you can't write for more than an hour at a time. And, of course, we always hear about three-hour songwriting sessions or longer to finish a song, but explain that to uh, your hour-at-a-time songwriting sessions. Um, hour is definitely probably my max, um, but more common, like the amount of time I actually, if, I, if I'm walking down the hall and I pick up a guitar, I'll kind of noodle away on it. Uh, my songwriting sessions are probably 20 to 30 minutes long <laughs> wow. at a time. And then I just kind of get, you know, I, for me, I need to have distance. And I, I'm a, a self-editor, and so I'll just, I just have fun. When I stop having fun, I put the guitar down, and I go and build something or um, just do something different. And I think with Nashville, being forced to write in that, that kind of uh template all the time like okay mm-hmm. you're going to write this three hours with a total stranger i think it completely took the fun out for me and so yeah i'm, I'm kind of weird that way i just write when <laughs> i feel like it i think that's pretty cool and obviously we we hear the results all these great songs including from your last album the song bounty which another example of an adventurous song very different a cool story song with a dark edge and on this album there's a song called sweet lola and i was reading dean that that's sort of a sequel in some ways to Bounty. Yeah, definitely production-wise, it's kind of gone down that same road. And um, I think, as with Bounty, it's kind of inspired by, when I was younger, my brother and I watched a lot of Westerns and um, a lot of John Wayne movies that were kind of set in <laughs> New Mexico or Mexico, Texas, mm-hmm. that kind of area. And so that's where this song was. Uh, it came from. Let's turn to uh, the first single off the album called Upside Down. This is a fun song. It's just got some really cool moments in it uh, uh, vocally and production-wise. What can you tell me about the song, Dean, before we share it with our listeners? Mm -hmm. I wrote it on a ukulele. Um, I wrote this one and Monterey on a ukulele, which is a totally new instrument for me. My daughter's been taking ukulele lessons the past year, and she's just having a lot of fun with it. And so one day I said, can you teach me a couple chords? And... She's okay, Daddy, and so she <laughs> bought me three chords, and and you can't help but have have fun when you're playing the ukulele, and so I just kind of mm-hmm. started whistling and came up with this uh, with this tune and wrote upside down. Ukulele is a very happy instrument, isn't it? It's not one that you're going to write a, a a sad song on. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. My daughter, <laughs> interestingly enough, writes sad, tragic songs on her ukulele, which is really <laughs> cute, but. But you're right, it is, for me, it's hard. It's just such a happy instrument, and, and so, yeah. Um, yeah, it's easy to write a, 
an up-tempo with an ukulele. Absolutely. Well, this is an example of that because this is up-tempo and a lot of fun. Feel-good kind of song from my guest, Dean Brody. It's Upside Down on In the Country. Hitchhiking, walking neath the beating sun No love, till that purple bustle love pulled up They said, hey, bra, looks like you could use a ride Yeah, we took us a vote, we think you should drive Because we feel it kind of loaded Not sure just where this trip is Somewhere on the water, torch in the sand, and just might never ever come back from this high up side down. So we ate Doritos and on we drove. The only hippie not token was a girl named Flo. A groovy little smile, she really lit me up. She said, I'm looking for truth. But I'd be happy with love And we feeling kind of loaded Not sure just where that trip was going But probably somewhere on the water Torch in the sand But just might never ever come back from this High up
and that is my guest, Dean Brody, from his album, Gypsy Road. The song is called Upside Down, and you can uh, check out Dean at deanbrody.com. And, of course, the album is available at iTunes. And, Dean, I love the whistling in that. That is so cool. Tell us a bit about uh, adding those sections w- with the whistling in it. Um, yeah, it's just kind of fun. It's kind of in vogue right now. I know a uh, little Big Town did some whistling, and and uh, there's another song that had some whistling in it lately. And it's uh, it's just fun, you know. It's just kind of mm-hmm. a fun thing to do, and and uh, yeah, just I don't know that with the ukulele just seemed like a good fit. <laughs> Great combination, no? It sounds terrific. You are heading out to, on tour in September along with Paul Brandt on the road trip tour. Both you guys separately have so many great songs and are such great entertainers together. It's going to be some amazing shows. Tell me uh, how excited you are about uh, the road trip tour. Pretty excited, man. We're right in the middle of production right now, just working on stage setups and stuff. And and yeah, I think it's going to be a, a real party. I can't wait to get out there with Paul. We've done some promotion together, uh, different parts in Canada. And and uh, until lately, I haven't actually got to know Paul. Um, I'd heard you know his stuff for for many years and huge mm-hmm. respect and big fan of what he does and uh, you know getting to know him and and uh, getting out on this tour is going to be a blast. Now, are there any songs that you two will uh, team up for on stage? We'll do probably a couple of covers every night. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe I'll maybe I'll guest appear on one of his songs or maybe he'll guest appear on one of mine. But. Um, nice. Yeah, I think we're definitely going to do something collaborative on the show. Also on the album Gypsy Road, there's an acoustic version of one of your big songs called Trail in Life, which had a great video, in it, and there's such a great story in it. It's it's a very moving song, and you've included the acoustic versions. Tell me about uh, the, the reason behind that, Dean. Matt and I thought it would be cool to include a song like it was just kind of how you walk into a studio with, with like when when I write a song it's it's just usually me and an acoustic guitar and and it's amazing what happens when you take that um we call it guitar vocal we take that guitar vocal in the mm-hmm. studio play it for the guys half an hour later you've got this this whole um arrangement that half an hour before you didn't it's almost like it, it just creates itself and it's kind of magical how you can just show up and Musicians are so talented, and they, you know they each do their own artistic um, thing, and, and you end up with a song. So we thought it'd be cool to make a song that everybody has heard, like the Trail in Life. If uh, everyone's heard it as a fully produced song, and let them hear how it was when it was just a guitar and a vocal. It, it sounds beautiful, and it captures another dimension to the song. A song like that, Dean, I'm sure you've had people, uh, since it's been released, tell you the impact it's had. Maybe somebody specifically in a situation that the song describes, or, or, or just in general, just about trail in life and wishing the best for someone. Have you had uh, fans come up and tell you those stories? Yeah, definitely. I've had a few. and Actually, one uh, fellow, he... Uh sent me a video of, of him reuniting with his mom and and showing up wow. with, you know with uh i think he was with his brother and they were kind of filming walking down the hallway toward the hotel room and knock on the door and the door opens and there's this bomb you know and it was emotional to watch a uh, pretty special man those kind of stories are you don't forget them it's amazing 
Oh, I'll bet. That's, it's, it's amazing to think this is a song you've written and put out there in the world, and then you're hearing stories like that, and it's touching even more people than uh, obviously you will end up hearing about. You were talking about the acoustic version of a song and how you go into the studio, and it gets pretty quickly built up into this finished product. Have you ever been surprised by a song, Dean, pleasantly surprised or otherwise, this song that you had written on a guitar, and now it's gotten to a whole other level through the production? Yeah, I think every song kind of does that. Like you, you go in kind of with a little bit of an idea of where you'd like it to go, and and some of them, some of them, are more grassy than you think they would end up, and some of them are more progressive and edgy, more pop sounding mm. than you might think that they would be. And and so yeah, you just never know where where a song can go, and it's always amazing in these sessions seeing where uh, these musicians will go there they're artists in their own right and just seeing what they do and and yeah one song can be the same song that took a, a guitar vocal could be a really grassy song or it could be mm-hmm. super pop depending on where you want to go where matt will take it production wise and and so yeah it's it's kind of it's, it's amazing just to watch it I would imagine just how exciting it would be to, to uh, have that process unfold and, and hear the finished product. One of the songs on the album, As Country As She Gets, and at DeanBrody.com, you tell us some stories behind some of the songs. This is one you mentioned you had heard a few years back, written by a few other writers. And uh, it tells a great story because it's about uh, this girl who's from the city, loves to shop, and this guy loves trucks, and he's a country guy. And It's a great song, <laughs> and it, it, the sentiment yeah. behind it is hilarious because... I suppose maybe even me and my wife are that way. She's very m- more cultured, if you will, or more, um, you know, she's not she's not a, uh, a traditional farm girl or whatever. I mean, she did grow up in the country, but she she likes the city and she likes going out for dinner and dressing up and stuff. And and uh, where, where I come from, it's a little bit more uh, edgy and a little bit more redneck, I suppose. And, <laughs> it is kind of funny how two people who are so different can get together and have a good time and we end up getting married. You know, uh, she's my soulmate, but it is uh, it is interesting how just because I'm country doesn't necessarily mean that the person that I would marry would be uh, yeah. you know, as hillbilly as I might be. <laughs> it, it, it's so true. And, and you know, different, uh, different people obviously attract and, and come together. And I, what I also love about that song, and we can take out of that to a certain degree, is just being a country music fan. And have you won over, Dean, that somebody has told you? Have you won over someone who thought at one point, ah, I'm not really into country, I don't really care for it, but they've listened to your music, maybe gone to one of your shows, and, and now they say, hey, I'm a country fan. Yeah, definitely. And a lot of times it's been that they came to a show with a friend of theirs that was like, you know, a big fan. And, and they're like, yeah, I didn't even like country music, but oh, that was a great show and we loved it and you guys are great. And and so that, that happens more often than, than, uh, than I guess somebody just saying that they, that I just out of the blue converted them to country. But right. I think nowadays there's, there's, uh, I think, you know, kids, especially to listen to everything. I mean, they listen to to pop and country and, and rap and mm-hmm. there's a, a lot of I think since the iTunes thing happened and the single we've kind of moved into the singles world where yeah. somebody will have six different genres on their their iPhone. 
Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's given uh, us a lot more variety, and uh, I think it's great to uh, appreciate you know all different styles right across the board. Uh, let's turn to your great song now that has that unique sound to it, and it's uh, very adventurous. It's called Bring Down the House. There's a video for it as well, uh, YouTube, DeanBrody.com. CMT is playing it big time. Uh, tell me about a little bit more. We talked about it earlier, but a little bit more about Bring Down the House. Yeah. Um, I think Bring Down the House was something that, like I said, we, me and the guys, we went to Cowboys in Calgary one night after we were done a show. And, you know, mm-hmm. just to kind of hang out the, up in the loft area there. And um, I'd been there years before in Cowboys and, you know, as a, a country fan going out and watching bands and stuff. And the landscape has definitely changed, I think, in the last 10 years where a lot of people who love country music are also listening to dance music and EDM and stuff like that. Like like we were talking about, there's almost a blurring mm-hmm. of genres nowadays with the singles market and iTunes and buying singles. And and so I, I mean, the guys are up there just going, man. And me especially, is like the, the landscape has completely changed. I mean, here we are listening to dance music. The place is just rocking. It's a country club. And the kids are all wearing camo and, and they're definitely from the farm, but they're here. They are doing. There's EDM playing, and they're rocking. And so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna write a song about that, and and that's how Bring Down the House came about. Cool. This is an awesome song. Bring Down the House from my guest Dean Brody here on In the Country. Banjo. I'm from the country. You're from the city. I drive a truck. You think that's silly, but there's another side of me you know you like to see. Ain't that right? Oh, that's right. I got my money in my pocket, a girl beside me, a little bottle rocket. There's a finger on her lips and a swagger in her hips tonight, tonight, tonight. And I say, hey, I want you, girl, you make my heart. I'm wearing camo, y'all hashtag this, this party's raging, you won't want to miss, all my buddies turning up, parking a lot of full of trucks, hang on tight, hang on tight, oh my, 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 and I say hey, I want you girl, you make my heart, heart better like a tilt to world it's getting freaky on the floor, feel that rumbling sound, might have grown up in a barn,
Bring Down the House from my guest, Dean Brody. You'll find that on his latest album, Gypsy Road, available at iTunes. And be sure to check him out at DeanBrody.com. Dean, I wanted to ask you about, uh, of course, so many of your songs are very moving and uh, affect a lot of people when they listen to it. This one is based on a true life events, Footprints of a Giant. What can you tell us about, uh, you know, how you felt writing that song? Yeah, um, this song is a, it's almost a hard song to really talk about it. It, it says more, I think, in the song, really, than I almost feel like I don't do it justice when I try and explain it. But it is about, um, you know, just how, just the point of view of a, of a, a boy losing his dad and uh, and just uh, hopefully a song that really honors those that have you know, given their lives for our country. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. It's a beautiful song included on the album. People can listen to, as you said, they'll they'll hear the song for themselves and that will uh, speak volumes. I want to thank you so much for being here, Dean. Always a pleasure to get the chance to chat with you. I love the brand new album. I'll encourage our listeners to head out and pick up Gypsy Road or get it off of iTunes. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me, Dave. I've always liked talking to you and, and uh, it's been fun hanging out in the woods, man. <laughs> awesome. Great line. Have yourself a great night, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, bud. Take care. My guest has been country artist Dean Brody. Up next, we'll talk to Ricky Knox here on In the Country. If you love hearing the story behind the song, and if you love country music, then you'll love In the Country with Dave Woods. It's the online radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Maybe you're a big fan of Lisa Brokaw or love the sound of Paul Brandt. Maybe it's Dean Brody that gets you singing along. When you tune in, you'll hear from the names we all know and love to the new names that will steal our hearts. Dave isn't following the latest trend. This music is his passion. Tune in and get your country on. On In the Country with Dave Woods, where country music never goes out of style. Ontario country artist Ricky Knox joins me on the show. She has a brand new single called Beautiful Thing, which we're going to hear as part of this interview. Welcome to the show, Ricky. Hey, Dave. Hey. So great to be on the show again. Oh, man, it's great to have you here. And this is the uh, release date for the single, I I believe. It is. It released to iTunes actually yesterday, and it went out to country radio today. So it's been a a pretty crazy and exciting couple of days. That is so exciting. A big time when a new single is released and a great one like this called Beautiful Thing. You co-wrote it with Willie Mack. Tell me a bit about Willie. A lot of us know him from his songs on the radio. He's a wonderful songwriter. What is it like to work with him? Thanks. Yeah, uh, Willie's great. I mean, I, I wrote the majority of my um album with him he's he's just so creative and you know again i know i i you and i just talked about this recently and it's really great because he produced the album obviously having a producer that really gets you as an artist um and i think that translates so well when you're working with also a songwriter so i kind of got that i got i got both i got the best of both worlds working with willie and and like i said he's so creative and he's so seasoned I learned a ton from him, and I, I just think that we came up with some wonderful material, and I'm so proud of it. Now, is there a uh, projected date for the album to uh, be available for us? It is the end of the summer, so we're looking at September. Um, All right. 
It's been, yeah, it's been, it's been a long time coming. I uh, just really wanted to make sure that I had, you know, fine-tuned the album and that it really, it was really all about what I wanted, you know, my fans. Um, I wanted them to make, I wanted to make sure that they got material, songs that, that really spoke, you know, I, I know I've mentioned this mm-hmm. again, like to me as an artist, and uh, I wanted to have a variation of fun, upbeat songs and meaningful songs. And so we've got that. And I'm so excited to put them all out. And for those who might not know, you didn't just come into country music and the, and the country way of life over the last few years. You didn't discover it then. You were born a country girl, born out in the country, and you are bona fide country. I love how you use that line there. <laughs> yeah. I I would have to say yes, yes, as I'm sitting here actually on my front porch looking out at the um the fields surrounding me. <laughs> I think that I true yeah, I truly am. Born and raised country and I, I've really never known anything different. I've, I love visiting the city, I do, and I love the bright lights and I love the fast pace, but I love to be at home and just enjoying the country life. Do you sometimes, Ricky, uh, grab your guitar and write right there on that porch? I certainly do. Yeah, in fact, it's funny, um, this thing that we're just talking about, Beautiful Thing, it was a song that I can't remember where exactly I was in my house, but it was definitely just one of those chill days, and I was feeling really upbeat and chipper, and, and the chorus, you know, a, a good portion of the chorus just came to me and I started walking around the house singing it. So without even a guitar in hand, it just started playing out in my, my head. And uh, the next time that Willie and I sat down to write, uh, as we were writing for the album, I brought it up and I felt kind of silly, you know, it was, it was one of those ditties and I brought it to the table and uh, we ended up, you know, writing the song extremely fast, which as you know, is always a blessing when you can get a song mm-hmm. written quickly and you don't have to revisit it and so um yeah it just happened so organically and it was pretty awesome it seems that uh you know from years of talking to people and and just everywhere everywhere you read and hear the songs that are written the fastest i mean somebody might sit back and think well they can't be as good as one that took three months to write because there's more work involved but it's the natural ones that happen to be quick that just kind of fall out right you're not forcing them that song had to be written versus one if you're sweating over it for three or four months there might be a problem there I think so. I think sometimes if you put too much effort, and this isn't always the case, but I think sometimes if you put too much effort into it, then you tend to overthink about what you're writing. So when they, you know, when the words just kind of fall out, you're not thinking so much about, you know, patterns or rhyming schemes. It just really is in that moment, what are you feeling? Um, And that comes you know, really boils down to both writing of the lyrics and the composition of, you know, the music in itself. Um, I think when it just happens, sometimes you get the best material. So, yeah, it's definitely not necessarily, there's no there's no true science, I guess, behind it. You know, it either exactly. works or it doesn't. Sometimes you get yep. something great quick and sometimes it might take a bit. But I think if you spend far too much time on it, um, you tend to overthink you might agree exactly. with me on that. You're a songwriter, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it loses, loses some spontaneity. If you, there is some rewriting involved, as we know, but there's a point where uh, you might be spending too much time on it. But, you know, as you said, I mean, the end result is a great song, regardless of how you got there, whether you took you a long time, a short time. It started with the melody, started with the lyrics. Before we get to Beautiful Thing, though, and I'm going to ask you more specifically about it, have you gotten pretty comfortable, Ricky, with uh, hitting into the studio and being there and singing 
in the studio environment? Oh, for sure I have. Yeah, you know, you think that when you're a vocalist or a singer, for, for me, I think of myself as uh, a singer-songwriter. So going into the studio perhaps was a bit daunting in the beginning. I would say that my first experience recording, I won a contest, and it was, you know, as a first, it was it was daunting, but you just went, you know, you rolled along. Going to Nashville was um, a huge step for me because recording for this album, it was, in fact, my first time being in Nashville. So it was just a really big moment overall. And, uh, yeah, I think it's like anything else. I think you kind of grow your sea legs and and mm-hmm. you are able to roll with the punches a lot better. And I just fully enjoy it now. I think that once you've overcome, you know, the hurdle of of just growing comfortable, it just becomes second nature and you really get to settle in and enjoy being in the studio, which I personally think that's when your best your best sound and, you know, when your your song really will shine. And let's talk about a song that does shine. Your brand new one, Ricky, released at iTunes yesterday to Country Radio Today. It's brand new, uh, called Beautiful Thing. You co-wrote it with Willie Mack. What can you tell me about the song before we share it? Like I said, Dave, it was uh, a really fun song to write. I was in a really happy place. I think that I, I likely had a permagrant on my face in the studio when we were, <laughs> you know, during the recording process. Um, just a lot of fun, really upbeat. Uh, Beautiful Thing is a song about, it's about spending time with that special person in your life. And I am, honestly, I feel like when you're with with that special person, you don't need anything fancy. And in fact, I think people sometimes put too much weight on, you know, where are you going to go? How are you going to spend your time together? But truly the best moments are the ones that aren't planned, the ones that just Mm -hmm. happen. And the song is about just that, just kicking back, driving around in an old truck on the, you know, the back road, getting into an open field under the stars and spending time together and how when you have those moments together, um, it's a beautiful thing. This is Ricky Knox. The song is Beautiful Thing on In the Country. Sweet. 
brand new music from my guest, Ricky Knox. That is called Beautiful Thing. And man, Ricky, I can hear that all over country radio. It's amazing. Thank you so much, Dave. That means so much to me. You know, the response even just today from, you know, my fan base and radio has been so amazing. And uh, it's definitely refreshing. I'm, I'm thrilled. It's it's a great song. It's a feel-good, happy kind of song. And again, it just sounds like something I could hear all over the radio. It's just got all the great hooks and, and, and everything in the right place. I know Debbie Wood is listening, and not only that, but of course she's a great radio tracker publicist. She is getting your stuff out, including this song to radio. How great is it having Debbie uh, on your team? Oh, Deb is wonderful. God, I love her. I you know, it really is all about the team, and uh, I'm surrounded by amazing people that uh, that truly believe in me, and I couldn't be more grateful, you know, on all levels and all aspects. It just, it makes everything worthwhile, you know, to have those people in your corner. So, yep. Debbie, I love you, <laughs> and to the rest of my team, I love all of you guys, and, and like I said, you know, the music business is a pretty, can be a pretty crazy business to undertake sometimes on the business side of things, but with the right people in your corner, it's, um, it's, it's a beautiful ride. It's a great ride. Absolutely. And uh, anyone wanting to head online uh, to check out the CMAO newsletter for July that just came out today, CMAO, actually CMAontario.ca is the website. And I did an article on you. I asked you 10 questions, and you gave 10 great answers, Ricky. And they were 10 great questions, Dave, so thank you for making <laughs> the job of answering them easy. <laughs> And that was a lot of fun. So yeah, thanks so much for that. I mean, you're you're wonderful. You know that we all love you, Dave. You're such a uh, you're such a great big piece of the puzzle in in country music. You know, especially in Ontario, we're so lucky to have you. So thank you for oh, all wow. of your support. Well, thank you, thank you for saying so, Ricky. That that makes me feel wonderful. Uh, as we get set to wrap up here, do you have any advice that you could pass on to new singer songwriters out there? They might be young, they might not be, but they're new at the craft something that'll help them along the way? Oh, man, if I think, if I could have gotten advice from more seasoned, and I was lucky enough that I actually did get some great advice from some, you know, seasoned um, artists and songwriters. But I think a lot of it, you're just going to really have to dive in head first. Um, make sure that you remember why why you're doing what you're doing and and keep your love for the music and continue to grow and learn and be open to that because I mean there are just so many hurdles that you have to overcome and it, it really is a big mountain to climb you know as you're as you're climbing along and writing and releasing music and I think as long as you you maintain that mindset that you're doing it because you truly love the music I think I think that you'll overcome all of it and uh, and go far. That is wonderful. Ricky, thank you so much. So great to have you here, especially now that the single just came out. So you're riding high on that uh, great feeling released to iTunes yesterday where our listeners can get it now at Country Radio. So, of course, our listeners can call their local country station and say they want to hear Ricky Knox and her song Beautiful Thing. Thanks, Ricky. This was wonderful. Oh, thank you once again, Dave. I uh, love to the moon and so appreciate your support. See you again about the next single. I look forward to that. Can't wait and can't wait uh, for the album towards the end of the summer. My guest has been Ontario country artist Ricky Knox. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.